Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. The last two weeks, I've done a um, teaching on statesmen taking accountability. Uh, the first week was statesmen take accountability for their own actions. The second week was statesmen take accountability for the actions of others. Today, I want to talk about that we take accountability for the victims of injustice, the victims of the actions of others. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Uh, as always, I want to thank Park Home for our furniture in the studio and also to Taylor Design and Events for the decorating and the setup of our studio. We talked last week about the Good Samaritan and how that man who had been beaten and stripped and left for dead and how he took care of him. We talked about that. You see, there are always victims of injustice. In that case, that man who was beaten and stripped and left for dead was a victim of injustice, a victim of the actions of others, of injustice. You know, our world is full of victims. There are the victims of systemic poverty. There are victims of injustice. There are victims of racism. There are victims of human trafficking. I mean, we can go across the spectrum and you can find where there are victims on every spectrum of life. The Samaritan, when I look at this story, was a man who took accountability for the plight of the one that injustice was inflicted, inflicted upon. You see, and how do we do that as statesmen? How do we take accountability for the victim? All too often, the victim gets overlooked in the midst of what's going on in our society. I, I did a message not too long ago on this, and um, one of the things that struck me is that if we're going to deal with the victims, we must do it in what I'm calling redemptive behaviors. Redemptive behaviors bring something good. They bring something redemptive to the one who has injustice put upon them. For example, let me start with this. If we're going to do that, we are able to work on behalf of the victim when we operate in a redemptive behavior of radical compassion. I, I got to tell you, when I read the scriptures, Jesus, whom again, I refer to often as that statesman from heaven, was filled with compassion over and over and over again. The Bible tells us that he did a miracle or he did something on behalf of people. And the catalyst for that was his compassion, that he looked upon people with a compassion. You know something? We must never lose our ability to be compassionate, particularly whenever it's for people who have faced an injustice. That something in our hearts, something in our, our very fiber of our being, our, our heart beats with the heartbeat of God, that we can see people, we can see their pain, we can see their agony, and that becomes a compelling driving force that says, I've got to do something, and I've got to work on their behalf, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it's giving money, maybe it's working in a, a volunteer capacity, maybe it's a changing a vocation, I don't know what it is, but it's something that is driven by this heart of compassion that wants to help the victims of this injustice, the victim of the uh, unjust action of others. Statesmen operate with radical compassion. And, and then the second one is the radical behavior is radical love. That redemptive behavior is radical love. We've got, listen, we've got to love people. If you have compassion and you have love, 
you have the foundation from which you can reach out and you can touch people and you can help people and you can lift people out of places where they have fallen into by the actions of others. But I'm going to tell you something. When you don't love people, it's easy to dismiss their plight. It's easy to dismiss what's happened to them. We've got to love. Redemptive behavior is radical kindness. You know, just being kind. We, man, we don't need any more What's the word I want to use? We don't need any more anger in this world. We don't need any more abrasiveness in this world. We don't need any more harshness. We don't need any more um, mean people, if I could say it that way. But rather, just plain old kindness. That we would be kind to people. That we'd see a victim. We'd see a person that is in a plight. And it's in a plight that's not anything that they did on their own. But rather they're the victim of something. That we can reach out and reach into their life with kindness. And elevate them through kindness. Redemptive behavior is gentleness. I mean that we would be gentle. Redemptive behavior is a, is a righteous anger. Like the Bible tells us to be angry and sin not. We have no problem being angry sometimes in our lives. There's lots of things that make us angry. Mess with my grandkids and I might get angry. Mess with certain things and you might cause an anger in me. For me, the trick is being angry about the right things. It's time that we as statesmen would become angry about the right things and respond with a righteous anger. You see, politicians, quote, people who are bent upon political power, they see victims of injustice as mechanisms or ways that they can gain power. You see, people bent upon political power see the injustice of others as a means of gaining power rather than looking for ways to empower the victim. People bent upon political power see the injustice of others as an opportunity for advancement rather than advancing the cause of those who have faced injustice. Politicians, quote, people bent on political power see the injustice of others as a stepping stone to a larger platform. People who are bent upon political power will often use the victims of injustice rather than empower the victims of injustice. But statesmen are different. Statesmen are different. They, who work for common good, see the injustice perpetrated on others and work on their behalf to elevate them out of it. They work to bring healing. They work to bring justice. They take accountability for the victim rather than blame the victim. How many times have you seen that happen? They take accountability for the victim rather than using the victims for their own personal agendas. The story of the Samaritan tells us about a man who was a statesman, that he took accountability for that victim. He saw him in his state and he had compassion upon him. And when out of his compassion, he healed him. He brought healing to him. He put him on his own beast of burden. He took him to an inn. He paid his own money. He left money there. He made a promise to pay if it wasn't enough. This man took accountability for the victim. I will see that you get out of the state that you have fallen into. I will take care of you. I will reach down and I will pull you up. That's who statesmen are. That's what they do. And so these last three weeks have all been all about statesmen taking accountability. Number one, let me remind us. The first thing we do is we take accountability for ourselves. 
When we're wrong and we miss it, we own it. We take accountability for it. Secondly, we take accountability for the actions of others. There's sometimes that we're going to have to commit acts of righteousness to offset the actions of injustice perpetrated by others. And thirdly, today, we take accountability for the victims of injustice in order to elevate them out of it for common good. Have a great day. Go be a statesman. God bless you.